Last check-in for this group, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Possible identical. Okay. So my first question is is about. I have been lots of fears in the mind, and I noticed that I cannot watch them directly because of if I watch them directly, I get lost to the thoughts and to the fear itself, or the mind gets lost. What I then have done is that if I notice the thoughts coming back up I'll I'll skip them and and be I I'll be aware of my breath for example and and notice the how the breath feels when I'm feared and so on Mm. My first question is: This right? Should I do something else also, or? Do Watch your breath. Keep that as your anchor, your main object. And then notice the feeling of fear. You know, the feeling of fear is different from the thoughts of fear, right? Um, but the feeling of fear should not your main object. Okay, so main object is breath, and then when the mind feels calmer, just like pay a little bit of attention to the feeling of fear together with the breath. Okay, don't don't leave the breath together with the breath, but don't watch the thoughts of fear at all. Yeah. yeah because the thoughts are just concepts, so we it's easy to get lost in them. So, because exactly when uh, you said that, Alexis, I interpret it in this way, so just friendly awareness. Mm-hmm. And this relates to my question, which perhaps has, has a little bit to do with Dhamma Vichaya. I don't know if I pronounce it correctly. So, because um, I have quite a lot of worldly pleasures. <laughs> so, it's like, uh, <clears throat> for instance, I'm, uh, I play music, so I always go to concerts, and then I sit in the in the concert hall, and then I, I, I'm pretty aware. So I have my observing mind, it's pretty there, present, because I know there are quite a lot of <laughs> temptations there. Okay, and then I see there is another mind arising, say, wow, well, I like this music, wow, that's, I don't know, Beethoven, that's my affair. And I try to say, yes, okay, good. Yeah, okay, we are here, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> so, and then, for instance, and then I notice, for instance, when there is a, na- a neighbor perhaps being a little bit 
noise or whatever, I immediately hear this mind saying, well, yes, there is this person here, you can't listen. I try to quiet down and say, no, I mean, you can still listen to it. Well, of course, I don't say it's, it's just a noise, it's just this noise, because I, I love this music. <laughs> For me, it's more than just a noise. <laughs> but you, you're able to, I don't know, so that would be the first question, is it because I see so many different minds arising. So there is one mind, then there is another one, another one. And of course, my job is, I do it really in my daily practice. That's my life. I do it really. But is it, I don't know, there is, is there an end to the minds that can arise? <laughs> <laughs> so somehow, is, am I doing it correctly? Perhaps I'm making up things. I have no idea. ตัวตัวเวทนาเนี่ยปัตตะลุตัวเปียวจินลุตัวจีแล้วคําบิติดาบ่เนาะแล้วคําบิชูราตูซวยเนี่ยตูบ่ว่ามาโหเอ่อเ
related to why, um, no, how, not why, how I, I observe, so my observing mind again. And it has to do with the fact that I have a, a very intellectual job, so I have to use my intellectual mind quite a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, and uh, uh, I, I notice they are different. So when I do my intellectual <coughs> job, which is uh, thinking quite uh, heavily, then I notice I still have the observing mind. Yeah. Okay. And so I was wondering, what is actually the role of the observing mind there? Is it to to avoid, <laughs> of course, it's to be aware, definitely, all the time, but also to avoid that the, I don't know how to call it, the working mind, the, the, the intellectual mind resolving, <laughs> solving uh, puzzles, uh, gets into trouble somehow, because I noticed, for instance, the, the observing mind sees that the other mind, I don't know how to call it, uh, perhaps thinks, oh, yeah, I have to do it, put in so much effort, and then I, I, the observing mind said, well, do you really need so much effort? <laughs> it's, like, it's a continuous dialogue. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't know if it's... Uh, so my question is, how, is there a way to do it be better? Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, I just... No, because then to what? To a local, to a sense of a lower, to a lower, to a sense of a lower, to 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 a lower, the dia shin in it, barn in it. Um, a shin shin in it. To the dia loca ballet, to observing my local, the dia loca ballet, to what the ritara or the dealer, a damn to nanetine bono, di chanet a low loneliness city. Piatanamate on to tame pira lare. Papulas or the cuddly to divaca sick up a low low in it to Nadi how. อ่าอายาไปอ่ะบลาวอ่ะเท่าไหร่เท่าไหร่กองแม่ลูกเอ้าหนูเสียงซะไหร่ดิเพ่ซิกกับเปลี่ยนเทมเพลย์เลยเอ
some of the unwholesome stuff that the mind, you know, yeah, blindly brings in, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, it's like, as you said, like a mother. I really have the impression it's so like, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm a mother as well. It's been yeah. very tiring. <laughs> and I have to do it with my mind again. <laughs> yeah, he says mothers always have to be smarter than their children <laughs> to know how to persuade them and so on. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, but today I don't have a question now. Okay. Uh, when he sits uh, in the sitting position, he uh, he aware of pain, and then he observes more. But when there's no pain or less pain, less pain so he also less. less. Yes. So, uh, is it normal to... Uh, yeah, gross object. Because when there's pain, the object is obvious, so he feels like he is like being aware more, more clearly, right? But when the pain is less, he says then it's not clear, right? The object is not so clear, so... He doesn't feel like he's observing so clearly, right? Yes. So Seattle says, but he must continue to try to be um, aware continuously. Yeah. Whatever you can see, even if it's blur not clear, can use never object. mind. Just know that blur object. Just continuously. <laughs> When he spent there is pain, so his breath is more uh, obvious. Yes, more strong. 
It's strong, strong. Yeah. That's why it's easy to aware. Yes. Does he need to uh, control the breath or something? No, 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 just naturally, whatever happening, just aware, notice. Đấy tự nhiên. Because you you mentioned that when you were when um that on your own, right? You were watching the, the breath more and you weren't looking at the thoughts, that, but you could see how the breath changes with the fear. Mm. Siara says that's good, so you can see how... Mind and body, mind and body, mind and relationship with me. You can see the in relationship between the mind and the body. Yeah, So that's mm. good. So that means the mind is fairly um, not so resistant. You know, it's observing fairly regarding my practice here um there's nothing to ask <laughs> because well it's yeah nothing nothing special to report or nothing no problems to ask about there's been a lot of pressure in the past day to <laughs> have something to ask uh but um yeah nothing regarding my practice but there are a couple of other other things i could ask about um so i uh, there's some, some confusion about one of your very basic instructions. So your instruction is to be properly aware, not superficially aware. Oh. And so I would like to ask more about what is like superficial awareness, like. Check kind of check basic kind of. No loading out. Yeah, simple pure minimal. Yeah. Uh, superficially, so uh, like, 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 no? yeah. they So, Siaru says the difference between the properly aware and the superficially aware is really about um, the sort of like the, the, the way the mind feels. looks like sometimes. So superficially aware, Cicero says, sometimes we can be mindful, but not really trying to, we're not really, yeah, we're kind of like just doing it because we're supposed to, you know, we're not really interested and we kind of, uh, we're like, okay, I'm just trying to be aware. And then sometimes we can be thinking about being aware and not really being aware. So it, it's, it's um, th- there is no real motivation to, or interest in in being aware, you know. Mm-hmm. So so then it becomes a bit superficial, and we're kind of going through the motions. But we're more going through the motions externally, but the mind is not really doing any proper work. 
Mm. Whereas no, when there's no, proper no. awareness, yeah, this is, it's sort of like the mind is actually trying to, you know, to, to, to build some continuity. To It's interested in making mindfulness better. So it's actually looking at each moment and, and you know. So it's more alert. It's reminding itself. It's checking to see whether it's being aware or, or lost in thought and so on. So, you know, there's, there's more active... Um, participation of the mind in its in its own work of trying to be mindful. Yeah. Yeah. And when you know when we especially when we sit and we become quiet, but also when we're going about our daily activities and we get busy, Seattle says we we can get into that superficial awareness you know it gets quiet and he says when we're quiet that's when we really have to step up and keep checking that the mindfulness is working because otherwise the mind kind of sinks into the quietness and then it kind of um, sort of like drifts away <laughs> you know on that quiet boat and then um, it's not it, it feels like from a memory that it's aware but it's not in the present moment really aware so much anymore so that sort of thing so so he said so proper awareness is like when the mind has a supervisor who's always checking to see that the mindfulness the worker is doing its work you know it's like are you still doing your work are you still noticing what's happening and checking and checking so the supervisor comes along and checks to see if the workers working they, they might like step up start doing things properly otherwise they might just be kind of very relaxed and you know doing you know like if you imagine a, an assembly line you know yeah so that's that's really the work of wisdom Seattle said you know yeah. Wisdom sort of has to uh, remind awareness to work properly, otherwise awareness can slack off sometimes. So wisdom has to come in and remind awareness, hey, you need to be on top of the job. Yeah. yeah, sometimes when we have a lot of faith, the, 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 the awareness can be very good and or when the wisdom is very strong the awareness will be very good but yeah when the wisdom or the faith is low then wisdom um, then the awareness can be quite quite superficial then wisdom needs to come in and help you know mm. effort to work with the awareness so that it'll be more consistent effort go do the effort effort will teach do the art yeah art is not a when we put in effort to be mindful, Seattle says most of the time we don't know how to um, not be forceful in the way we put in effort. Um, and he says instead of trying to just put in effort, it if we want to have a more balanced effort, he said, it's to use wisdom, you know, to to um, remind the mind to be mindful. Then it's 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 less forceful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, actually, um, what you just said is is very relevant to me because, like, I I think I 
I do see the difference um, in formal meditation, but if I'm just like, you know, walking around here, uh, and then there's some awareness some of the time, uh, um, and, you know, it's just like one of the reasons I'm attracted to this style of practice is that there's just like this emphasis of like really not try, trying that much, not putting in that much effort, just like remember, remembering to be mindful. Yeah remembering to be a rarest enough but like seeing that the instruction remembering that the instruction what it does like what the effect of that uh, for my mind is that there's like there's some con- like some confusion some doubt uh, when i remember that like am i being like properly aware or superficially aware and then there's like like confusion around like should i like be putting in some more effort then is, is it not enough just to remember to be aware but from like uh, hearing what you just said now it, it sounds like i'm being at least in those moments like there really is that super <laughs> super wiser there probably way too much but um yeah but i i guess like if i understood correctly it's enough just to have that wisdom to like rem- just Remember. remembering to be aware Remember. each moment, and yeah. that's like that's enough for proper yeah. awareness. Yeah, yeah. Like not any more effort needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. โอ้ดิชิโบดิยายนตอบีสุเรหาตุตรอเซนเพเดอะดามะตะคาเลตัวดิชิโยเนโหพรอพเพอร์ลี่เอเวอร์โลตุ้ยไลท์ตอลาว
Depends on how the mind feels also. Sometimes it's moody and may not be doing its work and then he has to put in a bit of effort to stay on, you know, stay on par. He says, because he has a habit, a long time habit of trying to be aware, he says there is some residual awareness of what's going on, but sometimes it's not really strong. Like it can't have wisdom. It sort of knows what's happening, but it's helpless. It can't change what's happening. It just knows what's happening, you know, and it's, it's, yeah, so... He just has to keep trying to be aware. Mm, so if I understood correctly, there's always in every moment at least that kind of residual awareness or superficial awareness. He does forget, like lose his mindfulness sometimes, Yara says, but also because of habit, it, it comes back, mm. right? It comes back, mm. yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he, says, he can't lose mindfulness for a very long period of time because out of sheer habit it just keeps popping back up. It's like, okay, I'm, I know this is happening again. You know, I know this is happening. So that, that sort of happens. Hi. Uh, I have a question about suffering and observing uh, either physical suffering or mental suffering. And uh, when we are observing suffering happening and uh, and uh, so like when we are doing observing for me it sometimes help to bring uh, to bring uh, compassionate awareness or loving awareness or friendly awareness uh, with me to observing that suffering happening and uh, seeing if there is something I need to see clearly in that. Um, yeah. And my uh, question would be and that in those moments when we are observing the suffering happening, either physical suffering or mental suffering, uh, is it good to, until you feel that uh, observing mind it is clear and uh, it's not getting like thoughts are not coming and tell stories, is it good to just observing and bring the, bring the compassion in that you can do? It's, it's helping to mind to be clear and seeing clearly to pain or the suffering mm-hmm. happening or to go some to go off, uh, go off, uh, like changing the object from suffering to something neutral. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm. Or is it like meant to be to see clearly what the pain has in it? Right. Um, 
Du Mädelbose. Mhm. ဝေနာဘောတုခပေါ့เนาะစိတ်တုခပဲဖြစ်ဖြစ်ယုတ်တုခပဲဖြစ်ဖြစ်အသူရှုရင်နဲ့အသူ့အပေါ်မှာအ
Okay, that is all. There is no intention, no motivation. The, the, the purpose of this exercise is not to make the pain go away because it may or may not go away. Um, but if you are able to see that, as you know, you, you say, then you are already seeing clearly. The only time he says to move to a neutral object is when you're watching this interaction, yeah, but no, the no. reaction gets worse. Yeah. Right? If the reaction is getting worse, he so says, that means the friendly awareness isn't able to cope. It's not able to cope with the power. It, the, the power of the friendliness is not as strong as the power of the aversion. Sarah says, then we need to change to a neutral object because you don't want aversion to grow. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Mm. Um, yeah, so learning from all <coughs> mistakes and lessons from the past retreats, now I'm more and more like bringing the question how to you know, not how to remain mindful for the like next five minutes or so, but for the next year, L let's say until last retreat, because I know that it's, <clears throat> um, it's very, it's very scary experience for me to go back from the retreat, like the transition, because I see that it's like the, the unwholesome state is like that the darkness comes in a way. And I, well, okay. It's not as dramatic, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there is some feeling that it's it's unstoppable kind of loss of uh, yeah, and, and losing control. Yes, and yeah, but also in a way, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of things I remind myself on the retreat from the past retreats, but they are completely uh, inaccessible outside because there needs to be like more. Well, sometimes they are, but like what? Hmm. Yeah, good question. <clears throat> So they are like piece meals, like small pieces are. So yeah, this is this is a good question, but so um, so that's why I decided to more and more work on the. On the level of like zero of my state, so this like the hometown of defilements, the the the, the, the most like the, the deepest groove in my mind, so to say. So does it make sense? I mean the 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 the, the place where my mind spent the most time in my life, in a way, right? The, because we can. So it's like the, let's say this is like the zero in in terms of like wholesome and unwholesome, mm -hmm. right? So. When I put a uh, lot of effort, I can get to some wholesome states, and usually I don't know how I got there on the retreat. I don't understand actually what happened. Uh, and sometimes I can also work with the... Are you sure you don't have wholesome states at home? No, no, well, I'm, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying that. I'm not okay. saying that, for sure. <laughs> um, but, hmm. okay, so... 
my uh, let me try to explain what my my home place of my mind is that the it's it's like you're in the toilet and you're lost in thoughts and someone turns off the light and then you realize you don't know where you are kind of and it's not pleasant to be here and you want to escape so and and this is whenever i bring awareness in my where where you know when mind is doing its thing thinking and so on it wants immediately to escape this is the nature of of my like base state like wanting to escape there's there's like base aversion mm-hmm. and i i want to change it all the time but it's not it's very stable in a way it's subtle the, yeah. the aversion so that the, the 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 illusion is also subtle so that's why so this is the reason why i uh, keep saying something that said oh, and alexis said you know uh, i can't be aware and and when someone says i can't be aware it means usually that there's aversion right Did you say you can or can't? I can't. If, I can't. If I someone can't. says they can't be aware, usually it's they yeah. don't like what they're aware yeah. of. It's not that they're not aware. Yeah. It's that they don't like what they're exactly. aware of. Exactly. But, but, but I think I'm not... Because I know that it's, it's supposed to feel differently, right? So, so for so example, I can... Why is it supposed to feel differently? It's just the way it is, right? Yeah, well, yeah, but it's when there's like... When you don't shine like awareness and wisdom, you, it's, uh, it's just like... You want to escape. So this is the nature of this mind. Yeah, it wants yeah, to escape. Yeah. It's not happy, right? But yeah, yeah. there are like little movements. Okay. Um, so so I realized yesterday that what I usually do is like, for example, I start walking back and forth. Mm. And the, the problem is both that it's unpleasant and also that it's unrecognizable. It, 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 there's an there's a illusion of constancy, right? So that's why the mind, can, it's hard to notice anything interesting and get the mind going. Uh, the the wisdom going right as 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 I sometimes says when sometimes we need to change things in order to to wisdom kind of kick in to notice to start noticing things um, yes I'm sure uh, sometimes it's, <laughs> it's no, okay okay all getting very confusing but, yes okay but so uh, so I notice that what I what I actually my strategy of my mind like uh, is is to make things make this frustration more Uh, clear, and then the mind sees the frustration, and then it can work with it. Mm. Because the, there's so there's problem because there's not enough awareness to see the subtle uh, aversion, right? But from what you say, you already see it. Yeah, but it's kind of intellectual. So so it's it's very like uh, convoluted way to 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 realize this, right? And and so uh, but. Well, so 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 today I, I started trying to do the justice. So uh, there's this great quote in a in a Dhamma Everywhere uh, book: um, uh, "Just as you don't have to look in order to see and, and 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 sniff in order to smell, which is an interesting one, you you don't need to focus in order to be aware, right?" <clears throat> so I tried exactly to do this and, and notice whenever uh, the mind. Uh, tries to change its state in any way just to relax. Well, relax, just to stop doing this, right? Because it doesn't even feel relaxed in, in this home place. And I realize that there's one Why advantage... Why you just notice what the mind is doing instead of trying to stop what it's doing? Well, but the, 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 the strength is very... The strength of this base aversion is very... It, it, it's high. It's so So... Yeah, I ha- yeah, that's true. I mean, I have to notice it, but it's very difficult because it gets me very quickly into uh, fantasies, right? So, 
So uh, one one way of escaping it is like the aversion is driving thoughts, which which drives like some kind of imagination, imagining that I'm in like a different place, different state, right? So um, um, yeah, so so just, just so just noticing these moments is is difficult because it's unrewarding at the beginning. But but and and that's how I this morning I realized that that's how I need to learn like patience and real virya right so like persistence, yeah. not to expect anything. And the additional outcome is that I that knowing that I didn't have to do anything, whenever I reach some more in, like uh, understanding, if I know that across uh, you know all this path I, actually I didn't have to do anything then then it means that this is well-earned in a way. And I, I can always relax. I don't have to put any effort to maintain this understanding, right? Because usually it's like I do some stuff, I don't know what, what I'm doing, and I gain some understanding. And then I have to put a lot of effort to, in order to maintain it because I think I have to maintain it, right? And if I stay with, the, with this... Simple awareness. Simple awareness, but also I remind myself, wow, I didn't have to... Whatever is going on now... Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't have to do anything in order to build this momentum, right? It feels much more secure, right? Uh, does, does it make sense? You did right? have to do something. You had to be persistent and patient. Yes, yes. right. So that, right. Yeah. But, but, but it wasn't... Uh, it it wasn't was not training. an intellectual exercise. It, but yes. also, yes, but intellectual uh, exercise, in my case, it is driven by craving, by wanting to escape, right? Yeah. So yeah. this is the, the feeling part of the, of the thought, right, in my case. Mm -hmm. Yep, like... Uh, okay. And then this is hard to yeah hard to see. Um, Summary. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I didn't reach uh, the conclusion yet, but I think that uh, this is the best summary. I mean, the, the way I, the way, I, <laughs> the way I talked is. So maybe I try to summarize because I have to tell Seado <laughs> I need to summarize it. It's, there's too much for me to. Okay, I can I can try it. So so. No, let me summarize. Sure. You tell me if I'm. Um, So I think basically you recognize how your mind sees intellectually the many ways this mind works, whether it's to escape um, the moment by not being aware and, and, the, and that even when it's aware, it, because there is a, an underlying aversion, it's always trying to get away from it. So it, it ends up being unmindful. Um, but you also recognize that this intellectualizing is doesn't help you to maintain a, a cons consistent practice because there is no understanding of how um, you understand things or because there's a lot of random the, the mind kind of thinks in many different directions mm. the way the way you speak um, so <clears throat> that you recognize that if you do um, if you recognize the moment and how it is trying to do all those things we just talked about, but you just recognize it and stay with it, don't follow the mind's tendency to, to go away and, and do its usual thing. And if you just stay with it consistently, and it can feel, yes, very unrewarding at, in, the, in those moments, but if you stay with it, and then eventually, because when we are consistently mindful, understanding arises then um, then that arising of insight gives the mind faith 
that mm. when all we're trying to do is just be yes. simple and aware, mm. it brings the right result, which is not a, a result of me trying to intellectually figure something out, but that there is a, a right and lawful process in the mind mm. that can help itself. Yes. yes. yes? And then it gives much more stability. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. To Pyojana. ตุเสกอะลုံးลုံတာตุกังวังนาเลยตุเสกอะเมียเอ่ออเมียกุเนเฉะเลยนาเลยบูจูซานี่ล่ะเนาะดังนั้นกูสึกสึกกะลုံး
and it's all just moving but it doesn't feel so chaotic anymore even though you know the same amount mm -hmm. of things it it feels very centered and aware and um it kind of has a flow it kind of has a flow so i yeah yes yes but but also i i, I think the vedanas changed i mean the it, vedanas it, yes i think to some extent they they Everything actually changes right yeah. right because perspective changes when you see right see right things. right yeah. right so it's not that it's like the same it's 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 actually even though the perspective changes right the, the, yeah. the, the so yeah. it becomes more neutral and more pleasant and so on so this is what the mind craves yes so oh. and uh, right. right but okay. but but um And this, it feels like amazing, especially when, um, for me, because I have to... Let me, two, two sure. seconds, I want to ask you another question. I should get who, the tea, she, yeah, lightly, I don't think I'm supposed to be a mala, I don't want to do a flow, she, and I'm going to do a separate thing. When did you place your hands out, I hold a mala. Anyhow, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the tea, So yeah, just wanted to clarify. So Seattle says once the momentum kicks in, once the awareness gains momentum, the reason why everything feels like it's in place is because wisdom is also present. Yeah. Um, so and usually for me the, the dynamic is that there's a lot of effort, a lot of effort, a lot of effort. It's very uh, wide but it's very chaotic and then the, the switch is like sudden so it's like feels rewarding but there's a lot of effort yeah. but but i today uh, i noticed that also the same dynamic happens on a smaller level yes and the small yes so so like there's uh, noticing noticing of these unpleasant emotions and then there's like relaxation mm. and And I was wondering whether it's not what Buddha meant by uh, talking about uh, Samatha and Vipassana working together as, as two qualities. So later it changed meaning to like meditation with single object, but actually originally I think it was about uh, the different mental qualities. Not I think, I just, I, I, I heard it from someone. And, and I'm just wondering whether it's not the, because this is what kind of I, I'm sometimes experiencing that we can balance these two qualities. One of them is like, Uh, intuitive, uh, in this intuitive finding of, uh, of, of, of balance. So it, it's, 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 it's actually switching the perspective. And it can be very, it's easy when, when, the, when there's not a lot of objects. So that's why, right? It's easier to count the mind. It's when just about wisdom. It's not about the, the outside. It's uh, not about whether there's objects or no objects or um, whatever. It's just about the qualities held in the mind. Well, okay, but, but, but still, it, it, it feels like there's this interplay of this calming quality of the mind that finds the balance and the expansive intelligence kind of thing of, like, in this case, like, uh, uh, called vipassana, which is like knowingness and, and, and inclusiveness, right? And, and we... I think that it, when we recognize these qualities, I, I, for me, it's easier to find the right balance. When to, how much should I, when should I actually start to relax what I already incorporated into mm -hmm. awareness, right? Mm -hmm. and, and whether, and when I should like keep expanding and knowing, right? And, and increasing this kind of liveliness. So it feels kind of like in the sauna, right? Yes. Hot, hot and, and cold, cold, right? <laughs> and at some point when there's too much hot, we actually want more aliveness, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and then at some point we, we need more like relaxation. Right. Does, does it make sense? Um. 
Are you able to do this? To do what? To find when to when when you need what. Uh, Has it worked? Or yeah, yeah. I like today in the kitchen, for example, and yeah, it's it's like it's barely under control, but I start to see the pattern. That, okay, that, but yeah. you haven't like worked on it for a while and checked to see whether it works. Or well, not. It, no, no, it, it does work. It, it does work. Well, today you tried it once. Today, no, you well, a once. couple of times, but a but yeah, just times. just noticing that it's a couple of times not enough. You have to be able to do, repeat it consistently. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah sure, 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 sure. That's why I'm asking because whether it's like a good you know direction. Ah, you are um seeker. Um, you are open, you are open, ဒီအရှင်ရဝါတယ်ပေါ့เนาะအဲ့ဒါဆိုရင်သူကတော့အများကြီးကြိုးစားရတယ်ပေါ့เนาะဒါပေမဲ့ဒီနေ့သူပါ
Uh, I would like to hear uh, Saidov's opinion. How deep a psychological problem meditation can solve or heal? Psychological problem. The psychological problems depends on so many things. Depends on the person. So it depends on the circumstance, on the person, whether how well they understand practice, whether they can practice properly, the teacher. I mean, in the Buddha's time, somebody went totally mad, ran around stark naked, and the Buddha was able to awaken the person. Um, uh, but even now, Siyadu says, I mean, he's come across cases of yogis who, in their meditation, and their meditation has some momentum, and, you know, they've been building up good momentum, and then when they remember past traumas from when they are children and stuff, and now looking at it through the lens of right view, then the mind sees it in perspective and doesn't feel so horrified or traumatized by the experience anymore. But it doesn't work with everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A deep kind of try psychology better than six years. Yeah. Essentially, a, psych, a psychological trauma is, uh, some, some is where the mind is suffering because it is viewing something in the wrong way. So it's making itself suffer. And, you know, once the, if the mind can practice right, it can... It can get the right view, if it can get the right wisdom that is able to work with the wrong view that the mind is having at that time, that makes it suffer, then it can become free from it. Mm-hmm. If it has that insight. Yeah. Sierra says all suffering comes from having a lot of greed or aversion in the mind, a lot of craving or aversion in the mind. So if we meditate and the craving and aversion reduces in the mind, then, you know, it can help. So, Sierra says we could call all of craving and aversions, doings, the psychological problems of the mind. He says we're all, we're all essentially insane. <laughs> we all have mental problems. Greed and aversion. <laughs> Just some have fewer uh, mental problems. Some have quite acute mental problems. Some have chronic mental problems. Just yeah. yeah. Okay. That's That'll be the title of your next book. Basically, we're all insane. <laughs> I mean, that's from the Buddha, right? Calling us Putrajana, which means yeah, mad worldly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's. What.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.